Hello, our beautiful Toxic fans. So, we've recorded this episode on Riverside.fm, which is a marvelous tool, but a tool that I, the editor, don't fully know how to use. So, I tried my best, but this episode is going to sound a little crunchier than usual, and for that I do apologize. So, kick back, relax, or whatever the hell you do when you listen to us, and enjoy this episode of this toxic fandom. We had a great time recording it. Bye! Am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, um, cunt. <laughs> Swat. I think um, I'm the only one allowed here to say cunt. Swat okay. again. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, just like how, uh, like, Davis is the only one allowed to say f- <laughs> What? I mean, he- What? <laughs> what? <laughs> is, was that too much? Hi, welcome back to this toxic fandom. Say hi, toxic fans. Hi. 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 Introduce yourself, Toxic fans. Hey, everyone. My name is Stephen Pope, your professional hobbit, your podcast dad, uh, and the resident short. I, you know, we finally found equilibrium again, and I'm happy about that. I'm no longer traumatized by All Stars 8. I am. Beautiful. I'm David Warren. I'm fabulous. Yeah, your dad calls me in New York, baby. Oh, yeah, we might sound a little bit different to you right now because we're all recording remotely. Mm-hmm. But I also think we sounded a little different because there was a different, another voice in that high. Yes, indeed. Um, there other was. voice, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Kayla. <laughs> I have a big crush on Alexis Michelle. <laughs> um, but I'm here in the, I, am, I am here to be my sister myself. wife. You're my my sister, sister, I know we we share we share a lot. Yes, um, what a tough what a tough week for me to be on the podcast. Really, this is true. Like yeah, the timing, no, the timing no. was was something. I wanted to get you on for the Rusegle episode, thinking it would be a big Alexis episode. episode. And then when we actually got you on, I was like, the timing. We got it perfect. Yeah, timing. It's truly perfect. Incredible. <laughs> yes, this is... And and I'm Jolie, and one of Pope's friends said that we needed some like snappy intro to tell you what our whole deal is. So let's try this one. Into every generation a slayer is born, one girl in all the world, a chosen one. She alone will wield the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and the other forces of darkness, to spread, to stop the spread of their evil and the swell of their numbers. She is the toxic fan. No, wait, we're just going to talk about the newest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8, and for like four hours, chop it down to a slim 90 minutes and send it straight to your ear holes. It'll be fun. But before we get into this episode, hey, Kayla, what's your relationship to Drag Race like? Hi. Um, I started watching Drag Race at the beginning of season eight. I was actually visiting David in LA, and I think it was the second or third episode of the season. And David was already watching the show and was like, hey, do you want to watch this episode with me? You're here. I'm watching this. And I was a big top model girl growing up and had heard a lot about the show, obviously. And everyone was like, oh, my God, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. And I 
like most shows, didn't put in the time to watch it. Um, and then with David, I watched the episode and of course was immediately like, oh, I'm obsessed with this. Like, why have I not been watching this? So we went back and watched um, the one or two episodes I'd miss that season and then continued to watch the season together from afar. I went back to New York, which is where I live, and we would like text about the episode. And then that led into All Stars 2. And I feel like once like Katia, Alaska, and Alyssa Edwards were on my orbit, like it was, it was, it was over for me. I was obsessed and started going back to watch their seasons of Drag Race and watch all of the previous seasons of Drag Race. And yeah, since then for me, it's just been my my comfort show, my, I'm always watching a season in some format, whether it's what's going on live, but also like another season in the background, have watched most seasons many, many, many times, like all of us here. So for me, it's, it's my show. I love it so much. Sorry, I was gonna say, is eight the season that also brought David back into the show? Seven was the season that brought me into the show. Okay, because eight was the season that brought me back into the show, because I watched a couple seasons, stopped uh, in college, and then started again at eight. Yeah, I was just going to say, season eight to All-Stars 2, that is a perfect storm of like, oh, this is the show at its best. Oh, like, yeah. This is why you tune in. I got in it. I feel like I got in at a good time. Yeah. No, I have to agree that what you were saying, the sort of eight into All-Stars 2 was definitely the, you know, great way because you got all of those great queens in one oh, yeah. felt swoop. Yeah. And you got two seasons back to back that were both like top tier high quality. I didn't even know how good I had it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine getting in now going season uh, 15 into all stars eight. Oh God. Into I, you didn't uh, Canada into UK. Well, no, I think down yeah. under is next, isn't it? Down under is next. Right. Oh no. Which uh, we might be covering down under. Um, and, Famously, Down Under is a season where I couldn't watch season two to the point where I had to be fully intoxicated to get through every episode, um, which is also called a drinking problem. But you know, we're not talking about that. <laughs> Down Under is Don't get such into it. a mess. It will literally ha tell a girl, you are an incredible dancer in this dance challenge. Your choreography could be used by any pop starlet and it would be legendary you were giving beyonce you were giving beyonce you're in the bottom this week queen got called beyonce was in the bottom actual thing that happened in down under I, also down that. under suffers from the fact australian humor is so different from uh british and uh u.s humor so there's no way for rue or michelle to get the jokes whereas at least with uk michelle gets yeah. a lot of the jokes and then explains them to Rue. But the only person who knows what's going on in Down Under is Reese Nicholson. And they're like, shut up, twins! We don't care what you have you to say. You bottle you know what I just realized? I just realized if what? we put a red wig on Joe, uh, they could do a wonderful Reese, uh, whatever his name is, uh, cosplay. I'm not pale enough to be Reese, whatever his name is. <laughs> David see me with red hair. I look nothing like Nada. him. Fair. Wait, what were the other questions we were supposed to ask? So who is your most underrated? I, what is my favorite underrated drag queen? I've been thinking about this because you let me know that this would be a question yesterday. And I have two potential answers. Number one is Tia Coffee from UK2. If you rewatch that season 
and pay oh, attention to her and just listen to her talking heads. She is just such a delight and I think didn't get the full credit she deserved for just how funny she is and what a joy she is to watch on that season. Just like she's having fun and says, I mean, my favorite thing is when she does the design challenge and is like, I am wearing a perfectly adequate green dress. Is it is it stunning? No. And Couture? Just, no. I love a queen that's technically oh. still on my body. I love a queen that's in on the joke. And she does great lip sync. So to me, I'm just like, I love a queen that can poke fun at herself and still like turns out great performances throughout. And then my other would be Sugarcane. I think she had such a strong run on her season and did not get the flowers that she deserved throughout. Even when she was eliminated, it was like, you were great, but just not as great as these two. So it's your time to go home. So I think she deserves a better run. It was literally like, Sugar Kane's ending is literally, you were great, but we've already decided you're not in the top four, and we think exactly. you're doing fine It was like, so we, we already paid the bill at your hotel, it. so it's your That's time to go. Um, but if you watch the season for her, and even the episode <laughs> she got eliminated, she was phenomenal that episode. I know she does a lot of the uh, drag brunches in New York yeah. at Macy's. And I've seen videos and I'm like, oh, I would like love to see her. Like what a delight of a human being to want to see again on screen. The large department store does uh, their drag brunch. Yeah, it's like Trattoria 34. What? If you ever, I think it's called that. If you ever see that, that's in Macy's. Huh. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I always forget that Macy's yeah. has a food court. I was like, I don't know. I, I guess it's a food court. I, I mean, I would, it's like an Auntie Anne's. <laughs> it's not good. It's food courty. Wait, yeah. am I the only it's one here good. who hasn't lived in New York? I think I'm the only one here who hasn't lived in yes, New York. This tracks. Oh, lordy. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of New York talk. Oh, no. I love uh, oh, Sugarcane is such a good choice. Sugar's, Sugar's great. great. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, she's one of those queens that I would be very curious to see on an All-Stars. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like she was so new to drag when she first did the show. Like, she, she was older, but she'd only been doing drag for a year. And so I think that now she would just be so different and so much more who she is supposed who she like I totally has evolved into that it would be fun to see mm -hmm. her back. And our final question, uh, what's your favorite season? Because I can't pick only one thing, apparently. I have two favorite seasons, I would say. Number one is All-Stars 2. I think it is just the perfect season it is the right amount of time it is the right queens it felt like all-stars still that they were all kind of these incredible queens and it while alaska was such a clear front runner it kind of did feel like any of them could have won to some extent in any version of it like there are worlds where any number of them could have won that season and the drama of it is so good. It's just to me like they had this perfect storm of personalities in that room. And it's such a great showcase of drama, talent, all of it. And then my second choice would be UK2, which I think is also another perfect season of just really great personalities all in a room together. The drama is there as well. And there's just some of these moments uh, that are just you, you couldn't have planned those fireworks moments, the H&M moments, the 
I mean, that rumor vision to me is my favorite episode as <laughs> far as everything that happens in that episode. It is chaos in the best way. And I feel like that's just a very special season. And those two are definitely my like comfort seasons that I go back to time and time again. They're great choices. I need to rewatch UK too. Uh, every time I watch it, I get stressed out by COVID. But I feel like it is such a good season that I'm like, I do need yeah. to watch it it shouldn't have worked. That's the thing about it that I find so fascinating because season 12 had finished filming at that time, uh, US 12. Um, I don't believe a lot of the others had even started production. And uh, UK2 was the only one where COVID interrupted filming until it was quote unquote safe for them to continue the competition. And it was just the personalities watching Bimini just kind of like Zen her way to the top. <laughs> it, it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's something so interesting to that season, how Bimini truly like had such a rough first episode is kind of gaining momentum, but is struggling throughout the early part of the run and then comes back to an immediate win and never loses momentum again. Whereas Lawrence Cheney, the only drag queen RuPaul knows the name of, had been just riding momentum the entire time and then came back and struggled to find her footing for the rest of the season. And it's just so yeah. I think that's why I love it. Yeah. But I want... But I think Lawrence I love it because so cool. we love watching a winner... Oh, we love Lawrence. ...struggle to the finish. I think Simone is also a very similar story to that, that there's something really satisfying mm-hmm. about Simone's win because we didn't just see her coast to the finish line. We saw her fight to the very end, that's for sure. I I still wish that Simone had been eliminated instead of Candy and then been double saved because the simple idea of that happening and then Simone winning at the end against Candy would have been simply the, the best produced yeah. piece of reality television. And there was no way they could have assumed that would have been the top yeah. two. But had they had all known... It could have been literally a perfect moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. I don't know what were you going to say. <laughs> it, oh, now I remember. Um, do you think if she came back to doing drag, um, Rue would remember Ivy Winters? Because she remembers Lawrence Cheney because it's Lawrence Cheney. And Ivy Winters was Ivy Winters. Uh, it's Ivy Winters. Thanks, Eureka. Ivy Winters. Thanks, Eureka. She doesn't even remember Latoya Jackson after that. Oh my god, that name! No, no, no. That was that was the Latoya when she was trying to make Latoya Jackson say it, and she was like, "That's not how I said it." He's like, "Alan Winters, Ivy Winters, Alan Winters." She was like, "I refuse," and then she was never on the show again. No, no. Literally, she refused to do that joke for Rue and was never. Do you know that Latoya Jackson loves sushi but hates fish? I remember that Roger O'Hara. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Roger O'Hara loves sushi. Exactly. No. Um. So should we get into the meat let's of this get into the meat and potatoes? Ooh, horse meat! I love that. So they're back in the workroom. Mm-hmm. Ele- Wait, can we? Sorry, oh, not to already derail us. Please. The recap it alone was... was fascinating. It is so rare that they will show a scene from so many weeks ago. When I first started the episode, I was like, "Am I watching the right episode? Am I 
five episodes ago. So I thought it was really interesting that they started the recap with like way back when to show the Heidi versus Candy. And I'm a big Jimbo fan. So immediately my heart dropped and I was like, oh no, they're setting up for Jimbo to go home. Like everything's about to explode. And it felt like this huge act one gun. So I found it fascinating that even in the recap, they were setting up this like intense story. I only got to watch the episode once. And I think the second watch is going to be way more enjoyable because I'm not going to be having an anxiety attack the entire time. But from the first moment, I was like, what are they setting up? Meanwhile, me as somebody who loves drama was like, oh, we're getting, we're finally going to get the conclusion to all of these, um, to all of these narrative beats in this episode. And I think we did. did. I will say, I think we got the conclusion to the, uh, to the Alliance storyline in a really fascinating way. Especially because, so when they're back in the workroom, they're like, Alexis, why did you pick Lala? And she basically turns to Candy Muse, leans in and whispers, I fucking own yep. you now. Oh. It's, she's, she. I will not forget what she's, we talked oh. about. She's so, it's so aggressive how much she is like, we talked about something and I will not mm-hmm. be going home from now on. Like she brings it up to Jessica in a yeah. hug. She basically goes up to Jessica and she's like, I already have an alliance with Candy, so it's been nice knowing you. Yeah, pack your bags, Jimbo. Do yeah. you though? And it's and it's one of those things where it's like, Alexis. Every alliance in this season has been so mm-hmm. hidden, and it's been so many people whispering. And then the second Alexis Michelle gets an alliance, she just is like, everyone, please be aware. I have purchased Candy Muse. She is my. She is now my butler. And she will buttle me through the rest of the competition. in a lot of ways. <laughs> that I, I do love the word buttle, but well, this is where the like, I, I I I was also going to call this is her where the, the alliances surf, are funky, and then she was going to surf her way through. Uh, I just really like the word surf. This is where yeah. the alliances are all funky, though, because I'm not a big Survivor watcher, but I imagine there's some of this in Survivor as well, that they create these alliances only to break these alliances. And it's like, I'm going to create this alliance until it's good drama to break them. And this season is the one we've seen the most alliances playing out in all eight seasons of All-Stars. Like, I don't remember alliances being It's the season of the social game. Like, I'm like, is there something I'm forgetting? I mean... I feel like Roxy kind of had an alliance sure, in Alaska. All-Stars but... 2 is the season of we promise we're not in an alliance, but also we're best friends with Roxy and we can't send her home. This is the season of, hey, Lala, do you want to make an alliance? We're both Miss Congeniality. Yeah. yeah. I'll scratch your back. Like Jimbo, yeah. Heidi, and Candy so I think it's had really a interesting. conversation about their alliance before getting on the show. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were touring together. Yeah, of course they did. So I think it's really interesting to see the alliances play out or not play out and kind of the, when do people actually keep yeah. their word and when do they not? And I feel like it's been a very interesting season to watch how like alliances are actually kind of, not dumb, but you're going to say one thing and Though I do, I am worried for it. Jessica next episode. Oh, me too. Because there's now a very specific alliance. I will say, how are you going to do voting next episode? They're not. Like, there is no way they do voting next episode Wait, with but three girls. There is a lip sync assassin next episode, and there's only three queens. 
the assassin. How are they going to do Bodeg? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but before we get into all of this talk, it's time to play everyone's favorite no, game. No, before we get into that, can no. can before we get into that one, we have to say what was on the mirror. What was on the mirror? Baby. Lauren, please, if you would. Baby, I had the time of my life. I love y'all. XOXO, Lala Re. P.S. I'm stealing everything. And she stole our hearts. Anyway, now it's time to play everyone's favorite game. Can Candy, Candy open, a, open box? a box? No, she cannot. That's going to be very fun to sync later. Uh, no. Now in Echo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe the box is just too complicated for any drag queen to open. No, it's the nails. Part of me. The nails. It's actually, yeah. it's, have you seen the glass onion? Yes. It is a puzzle box. <laughs> I'll be honest. I would love to see Candy have just taken the box and smashed it. <laughs> just, just go like, I'm like, I'm taking this to the Bronx. Bam. Um, but after that, we find the voting, and it's a pretty unanimous decision. The girls voted for Lala, but Jimbo is the yeah. one to call out uh, Alexis mm -hmm. at this point, where she just goes, yeah. you said you were going to save her. Why didn't you? And she was basically like, no, I said I wouldn't forget what she did, and I didn't forget what she did. Her going back on it was so funny to me. It's like, I said, I'll never forget. And I'll never forget. It's yeah. like, well, we all took that as, it was like, she was re, she was, it's like an acting exercise when it's like, you're emphasizing the different word. She was kind of like, well, I could spin the meaning of this. And <laughs> she's such a good producer's yeah. contestant. Like we got to remember that this season would have been so different without mm -hmm. her. It's so um, wild how... And I'm not just saying that because of my huge crush on her. <laughs> it's so wild how good the contestants are for drama this season, how bad this season is. I don't yeah. think it's that bad. Like, Alexis... Oh, yeah. That's because you like Jimbo. So? But, like, genuinely, if you're not Jim somebody who, stands, been a rough who stands Jimbo enough to be like, I'm just happy to see Jimbo get flowers at every turn. This it's is not, not bad. Season. I just enjoy it. I think too much drama when you have yeah. too many when you have too many hotheads in one room yeah. or not even hotheads firecrackers i'll say in one room you you kind of have got to have the one person who's good at it but when they're all kind of creating drama it got really it got very messy and i think yeah. the messiness did explode on itself unfortunately and now we're we're going to be past that because one we're down to a final three and i think Candy's not going to cause drama with the Jimbo or Jessica Wilde in the moment. But yeah, when you have like all these producers contestants together, they're all trying to kind of produce their own storyline. And I think it just becomes mm -hmm. a bit fuddled yeah. together. I hadn't considered that. That's a good viewpoint, that. honestly. I, uh, I've just been, you know, I said this in the, my trip to the toxic fan space, which Kayla, uh, I, if you want to check under your chair, we did give you a key to it. If you'd like to go there. Um, it's a beautiful place. We will make you go there at some point, but if it if it comes up organically, even better. we'll just have you do it then. And I hope it comes up organically. Joe, the producer. I would do uh, yeah, it's just I'll, I'll I'll be I'm gonna start fights with you until you uh, wind up in this space. Oh boy, it's just okay. the morale has felt so low, and no one seems to be enjoying themselves. Yeah. It's been a weird season where we have had some. We had a 
some really high highs. I, you know, apparently our opinion on the Joan Rusical is not universal. <laughs> some people hate that We're, episode. Yeah, we... I listened to Let's Go Joan. It's, it's or, still like, in my head. It's still in my head. Oh. And today, for Jimbo, it was so perfect. Like, when they were, yes. the way they set it up with Jimbo and kind yeah. of the, like, will they or won't they, like, the moment of it. And in my head, I was Joan. just like, let's go, Joan. Oh, I, I've been literally wandering around uh, just bopping so good. No more wire hangers. Da, na, 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 na. No more wire hangers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. No, no, it is. It is very Power Rangers. It, sounds... it is no, no, no more wire hangers. Da, 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 no more Power da, da, Rangers. Da. Yeah, I would love but to no, see Candy um, as a Power Ranger. I want that now. No, she would be Rita Repulsa. But there is something to be said. She'd be such She'd a good, an amazing Rita, Rita Repulsa. About... Oh my god. Yeah. How about hers, Rita? I would love that. There's something I was gonna say her as Rita Repulsa and like um <laughs> and Trinity the Tuck as Zed for sword. I don't know if we're continuing on that tangent. That <laughs> what's his name? I mean, it's very clear that you both are in love with Alexis and Michelle because we officially have a podcast bomb. <laughs> I'm like, I will, t- I will type A my my way around this. Um Back to, to Pope's anyway, opinion range. earlier, there's something to be said about watching queens have fun on their season, and I think that's we haven't seen that this season enough, and that's part of why it's potentially felt like a slog, is some of the joy of All-Stars 2 is like, Roxy Andrews, was she doing great? No. Was she having the most oh, yeah. fun? Hell yeah. And that was fun to watch as a viewer. Right yeah. now, it kind of doesn't always feel Absolutely. like we're watching them. I think they just need to laugh a little. Do we think maybe they might laugh in this episode? They might live, oh. laugh, love. It might be like Carson maybe Gates. the next day in the workroom, they learn that the maxi challenge is the roast of Carson Kressley. Yes. Um, Wait, before now, we get into that, can we talk about Jimbo's? Oh. Jesus Christ, David. Are we? Is it another Power Rangers thing? No, it's Jimbo sleeping on her titties. <laughs> Oh, yes, Jimbo really getting funny. a wet willy from Candy. Yes. It was funny. It was funny. Um, it's a good moment to remember. But very good moment to remember. Thank you for that, David. Oh, no, the other moment that I want to point out from Jimbo is her being like, well, I didn't know who I voted for, and I thought I voted for Candy, so this is all really yeah. awkward. She was so good at keeping up the, 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 like, jig of, like, I can't see anything. Like, she was so good at just, like, yeah. she's oh, very absolutely. good at, like, yeah. sticking she commits to the bit. the bit. Now, two things. One, Kayla, you did bring up something very important where, yeah, I want to see the girls having fun. And I think that's why Jessica and Jimbo are my... Jessica. Yes. They're having Jessica's a great having time. Fun. They're just <laughs> happy to be there. Jessica's, like, literally, like, I'm not making alliances. I don't care. I'm here to show that I got it. I wrote down, Jessica's having so much fun, and I think she is such a joy to watch this season, Absolutely. and I'm so happy for her, because yeah. I oh, think she deserves that, the, that kind of a season No matter redemption. what happens, Jessica's the winner of this season, because she's leaving with an insane amount of yeah. new fans. Her and Lala, honestly. Her and Lala Ree both, yeah. they were having a good time, they were happy to be there, and, you know, I stand yeah. by that. But second thing... Second thing, to kind of bring totally. us back to what Joe was talking about with the roast of Carson Kressley, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race resident horse girl. Um, <laughs> did Carson really make zhuzh a thing? I thought that had been I had the same note! 
had that question too. Okay, is it because we're Jewish that we just it. know that word? Zhuzhing, yeah. I assume. I assume. Yeah, I feel like I, my parents okay, said That blew my mind. Like, but like, also, but right? also maybe it was like a New York thing and Carson brought it into the real but world. I'm not New York. Because like, well, maybe you're just gay. Um, maybe. Is he gay or is he from New York? You, the world also, will never know. Gay or from New York. <laughs> I'm Google searching um, things. I think there's a weird level of like, it's also important to note that the original it Queer is. Eye was 20 years ago. Um, okay, one, it being Yiddish makes all the sense in the world. Two, uh, am I misremembering? Because I thought the show was originally called Queer Eye for the Straight yeah. Guy, and that was the gay. It was. Yes. Okay, so I'm not imagining yeah. that it was that. So okay. here's yeah. my... But we just call it Queer Eye now? Yeah. So here... I mean, I, I think I think the show is still... At least when it was when it first came back, it was still called Fear Eye. It's now Eye. was it? Yes, I, I don't. Watch I never it watched. I, it. I've watched like one episode of Queer Eye. I like it on. Net- I don't I like, like the reality new, I like TV the that is like emotionally manipulative. I, I have not watched the reboot. Either. I think because originally it was it was the idea of these gay guys are going in to make over these straight guys, whereas I think now they're like making yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. They, they've well, had women. So I think they've had non-binary. The original. Folks. It, it was yeah. the era of the original concept was it was the I think this is what Joe was going to say was that it was the era of the metrosexual and men yep. like looking good and not just being like, I'm going to scratch my ass and, you know, smell my fingers. Um, it, it was it was very ladies. If if he wipes, is that gay? No, metrosexual. Exactly. So it was the idea that, this. you know, we can create, we, we can, we can help your men become better. They can be more kind and they can clean a up. A man wearing deodorant was considered like yeah. weird I hate back you. in those days. As the straight girl in this chat right now, I'm you like, really yeah, do. we have such a <laughs> I don't know what to do to you. I don't know what this country does to women, but we're horrible. Takes and so I'm so sorry. Straight hey, guy to... Kayla, Kayla. <laughs> takes so much straight guy to be decent. We also have low standards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've known David longer than all of us. You know about <laughs> Not wrong. Ugh. Not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So. Uh, it's a new day. It's a new day, a new day in the workroom. Work <laughs> Did anyone else catch the really weird voiceover work from RuPaul while they were running the B-roll? Because Rue talks about how we're not doing a barbecue, we're doing a roast. And then it just cuts to reaction shots. And obviously RuPaul six months later saying, you'll also have to roast each other and the judges. And it's like. As somebody who grew up on America's Next Top Model, I'm just really used to bad ADR. (laughs) (laughs) Top Model is Like Top Model will just randomly show, will mid Tyra Banks talking switch to a clip of not her and then it will be an entirely different room with entirely different room yeah. tone. <laughs> they decide Alexis gets to make the set list so uh, Kayla and my husband gets to do that. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think, I feel like there's always so much drama around set list order Lawrence Cheney. Do you think it ever actually makes a difference? Because I'm a big believer that if you are good you're going to be good wherever so you go. I actually that think that it only makes a difference if some people do really badly. Yes. Um, like 
if Candy mm-hmm. had bombed, Jimbo might have bombed. Is a weird yeah. thing. Just like, the energy, the energy can shift really drastically. Um, or if someone gets nervous, it can do it. Um, but other than that, the only thing that I think matters is what Alexis said, which is, I just wanted my jokes to... I didn't want to lose any jokes. Valid. But, like, a lot of... Yeah. Or for me, like... I'm like a group project person that I will always want to go first because otherwise I'm going to sit being no, anxious the you. entire time while people are presenting. What? No, me anxious. But like, me, <laughs> me teacher's pet. Like no. This, this roast was so interesting because literally RuPaul's doing his I can't handle it laugh for three of the yeah. four girls. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was mm-hmm. like, man, Ru just wants to send Alexis home. He is laughing to send Alexis home and nothing else. I mean, we are getting a little ahead of ourselves. Um, but, um... You're right. We should get back to Power Rangers. Um, hey, hey, do not tempt me with a Power Rangers podcast. I will turn this car around and it will be that, okay? Uh, I've never I've never watched Power Rangers. I can only talk about the bad movie. Okay. Which one? I'm going to sit you down. We're going to watch RPM. It'll be great, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, so the, the the new, the really dark uh, one. Oh, that movie was rough. Where they forgot to buy, they spent too much money on making Power Rangers CGI, so they couldn't spend money on lights. I like toys. I thought it was okay. It was okay. Um, so it's fine. Candy. It's cute. So Candy is really excited about this challenge. Yes. Because she won... Uh, season 13's roast. Uh, I don't I think she should have. But yeah. I think that her and Mick are equally. Yeah, good they were in both really roast. good on that one. Oh, I think Rose is the best. I think that Rose is good in that roast. I think that Rose. I Rose is yeah, but I think that Rose. I I agree with the note that Rose got, which is that she just she seemed a little more rehearsed than Mick and Candy at that point. Like I I. I think, like, I think yeah. Rose probably. I also think that um, I think Mick wrote the best joke in, uh, of the roast, but I think that Candy also had the best delivery. I think stand up is so much more about delivery. Candy's delivery the best is joke in that roast. Yeah, is, her delivery was perfect. Yeah, the bitch. The, the two best jokes in that roast. Although this time mm-hmm. around, it didn't help her. I think this time so, around, she didn't I, have that same. I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Um. I rewatched the episode this morning. They forget to show you that Candy's delivery has problems. They told us, but we didn't there see There is it. no point where Candy talks, where Candy does a setup while people are laughing. There's literally no point. Um, and there's that. no oh, yeah. point where Candy is talking in a way where you can't understand her. Um, there's one joke that flops. Yeah. She's talking fast. I mean, you can never understand that. That's that's candy. And then she immediately goes, it's a roast, everyone, and it gets a laugh. Yeah, she recovered very well. There's really... There was maybe one moment, yeah. But they kind of told us something we didn't see. It's a rare thing on Drag Race where they forgot to actually show the negative that they were talking about. Um, Because usually on Drag Race, they would show Candy doing that, and they would, like, blur how she sounded and even get even harder to understand. But, like... I watched this episode without subtitles because um, Paramount Plus has really bad subtitling and I have really bad ears and I still understood everything yeah. Candy said. And I was real high last night watching this. <laughs> I took a I took a, um, a tip from the Stephen Pope uh, Edibles Digest. Uh, you and eat, then then I got to say the whole thing. The Stephen Pope Marijuana Edibles Digest. <laughs> Marijuana Edibles Digest. <laughs> you got to be perfectly clear uh, you know, because what if someone gets confused with another edible yeah. treat? 
You know, I took a Stephen Pope edible digest earlier this week to see the Britney Spears musical, and might I say, chef's kiss. You were like, you you looked at that doobie and you said, hit me, baby, one more time. Actually, no, I looked at that edible. I looked at my friend who had the edibles, and I said, hit me, baby, one more time. Well, don't eat too many. It's toxic. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thank you, Kayla. Oh, Uh, we knew you'd fit right in. Yeah. So Candy's really hyped, but she's not rich enough for horses, and she doesn't know what an equestrian is. She doesn't know how to stay. That's so funny. That's so funny. (laughs) That's a contrarian. Escatarian, yeah. Escatarian? Like a pest. It is It is actively also wild to be like Carson Cressley, the richest white baby. (laughs) 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 Jessica, so they didn't do a roast on season two because it was season two and they didn't know what they were doing, and they finally got a warehouse to film in, so don't worry about it. Uh But she's nervous because Jessica is many things. She's very funny. She's very smart. She's a wonderful singer. She's not mean. Yeah, she's very nice. I also think there's a level of, like, Jessica's, like, people who don't speak English as a first language don't do well in roasts. Yeah. Like, famously on this show, we do not let people who don't speak English as a first language do well in comedy challenges. Unless Um, you're Yara Sophia. Sometimes. 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 Yeah. Yara Sophia specifically being Lil Kenya Michaels in that oh, story. Yeah. Wait, was it? What? Wait, 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 wait. Everyone shut the fuck up and pause. Wait, Joe, was that story about Little Kenya Michaels? Yeah. Her, the story she tells <laughs> in season three where she's performing on her knees is about Lil Kenya Michaels. No. Holy shit. I don't know that. I don't think I knew that. Literally, oh, holy shit. That's amazing. I think I'm having a scream. <laughs> well, now I gotta go back and watch that. Deep breath. Deep breath. I haven't watched season, season three. Season three was a good one. Well, season three was the first time they actually knew what the fuck the show was. Yeah, they were like, oh, we know um, what we're doing now. Oh, boy. Oh. Guys, I broke. Guys, I broke. Oh. You did. You broke me. You broke me. Kayla, take care of our husband. Uh, our husband who remembers she famously bombed the roast of season nine. Apparently Alexis Michelle has seen the show. Yes, apparently. Um, do you think that matters? Do you think it matters if like we're doing this challenge and I did really bad last time? Like, does that really matter? I think the, so. Yeah. I think it gets them fair. in their head. And I think, I think there's also a level of, I think that's, the there are also struggle. people who do, poorly in a challenge and know why they did poorly in the challenge and they're like like there's there are people who bomb snatch game the first time because they're aware that they, they they weren't aware that they needed to prep snatch game and they prepped it alexis has the issue that she thought she was going to destroy the roast of michelle yeah. massage she was convinced that was her second win and then she didn't so i don't know that alexis knows why she isn't good at roasting and stand up she just hasn't examined that yet because she's like i'm funny on a mic i can host a solo show why can't i do this and it's because storytelling and stand-up are literally just different beasts that's fair and storytelling is the thing you do when you're doing a cabaret show where you sing 
I assume she does cabaret yeah. shows while she sings, but I wouldn't know anything about that. Would anyone else here know well, anything about that? You might be able to say that me and Kayla saw her on Tuesday night doing a cabaret show at Joe's Pub. We, you so we pub? only might be able to say that. No, we that. can definitely say that. <laughs> yeah. It, is my, it, was, it was my pub. Yes, it was at Joe's Pub. And he has a pub. Uh, is Without it? me pub. I will say it was very... No, please. please. Oh, sorry. It was very interesting going from seeing her so in her element live on Tuesday night and just like so good at commanding the stage and very naturally funny to that struggle with the roast. And it is that that thing of these are two very different beasts and just because you're naturally funny and can command a stage, yeah. it doesn't necessarily translate. Did anyone else have the moment where they were like, an uh, Alex Mappa, the host of the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, where you went... I don't think any human being has ever listened to Squirrel Friends. I forgot it existed. And I'm not being like, ashamed if I, was going, I just literally forgot. I listen to three, I listen to three Drag Race podcasts every week, not, and that is not like, It's like, good, and I think that they were trying to find something to replace um, the RuPaul Michelle Visage. Yeah, what's the tea? I, yeah, so what I was saying was that I think that they were like, we need a podcast that is a Drag Race podcast from us, because Race Chaser feels like the official Drag Race podcast. And Squirrel Friends came out really shortly after Race Chaser did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and they yeah. want to control Race the narrative. Chaser is aggressively the least controlled narrative. Famously so. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they, sometimes they will make decisions. Sometimes on Race Chaser, they will just blindly follow whatever the judging says. And I'm like, that was wrong. Uh, and then sometimes they're like, this didn't make sense. Yeah. One time they... I'll never forget when they liked Rockham Sakura's dress and they were like, I understand why she was in the bottom. It's like, no, you don't. No one understands why she was in the bottom. I don't. I Literally don't. no one. Yeah. Um, Justice for Rockham. But anyway, I think that they were like, I think it's really telling that Alec Mappa was the coach they got and they didn't even have him guest judge. Yeah. No, that was odd. They were like, um, look, aw. we only want you here for like five aw. minutes. You were on, you, you've been on like what? The Young and Hungry? Wasn't he on Young and Hungry? I he was no on Ugly Betty. Where he's from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was he on Young I and Hungry? I'm going to look up if he was on Young and Hungry. You guys he was on talking. a few things. Um, but I will say that, I, Mike, I mean, you never know with these things. It's always scheduling. Um, so it's entirely possible he was free that day, but not free the other day. It's entirely possible that they wanted whatever oh i know who i thought he was they wanted the drag race uh yeah. secret celebrity yeah. drag race whatever his name is i think they were well. like we need to we need to promote both secret celebrity drag race and the podcast in the same episode we need to we need to promote things exactly. that are, no one is watching or listening to speaking of things that no one's watching or listening to uh joan rivers is dead and now jimbo's playing her how do we feel about that so I have a question for you all. Yeah. Do you have other memories of people playing characters at the roast? Coco did uh, her yes, she was her cousin or whatever. Yeah, from the Brewster Coco project. was her good yeah, play yeah, cousin. Her cousin. RuPaul's play cousin. cousin. But otherwise we haven't. I'm trying to think of other times we've seen it. Um, Trinity, um, Nina and Trinity both play characters in the roast of Michelle Visage. Nina is her grandmother and Trinity is, like, her southern cousin. Because I feel like there was, 
like people were acting like it's never gone over well. And granted, it's different to impersonate an actual human being. Shangela did a character. Shangela did a character in the stand-up challenge of uh, season three versus doing like Shanda. just strict Shangela stand-up. Um, it's one of those things where playing a character usually go- goes over yeah. well. I agree with what Candy said, though, of being like, do you think they could clock you on the fact that you are always playing a character? Because I do think that with Jimbo, we talked about it last week, I would love to actually see Jimbo have an ounce of vulnerability in a challenge. Because I think she has a lot of vulnerability in the main stage, and she started showing it in the workroom. But, like, the roast is a good time. It would have been, this again, this would have been a great season for a pink table talk. Like, I just think we needed a little bit of, like, I, I would have liked to see Jimbo play Jimbo in the roast, but I also yeah. think that Jimbo's jokes wouldn't have worked if she wasn't doing a Joan Rivers impression. Like, I think that Jimbo really had to rely heavily on an impression because she just couldn't write funny enough material for typical Jimbo I don't know if it's that. I do know that with some of Jimbo's background, there is um, there is trauma there. And a lot of the reason why he went to, like, clown college and all of that is to sort of mask that trauma. It is very much the idea of like, I can't say this, but Jimbo can say this. Or in some cases, I can't say this, Mm -hmm. but Joan Rivers can say this. That's really interesting. I was even thinking, and granted this is getting a little ahead and untucked, that we actually don't know a lot of Jimbo's story, that some of these queens, we've heard so much from them, but between the three seasons Jimbo has been on, it's kind of, I almost forgot that Jimbo didn't just like spor out of nowhere and arrive on this earth. That like Jimbo has parents and siblings because we haven't really heard much about any of that. Jimbo's brother yeah. literally yeah. sounds like It's Jimbo. almost like they're related. Too. They talk exactly the same. Which one? Um, but I also think it's really interesting uh. to say that of what Jimbo is kind of masking by putting on this character and we see Jimbo go in and out of that character even picking the lipsticks and that stuff and it's just like that really interesting thing of when you put the facade on and those rare moments that we see him not have the facade on and yeah we did see it in Untucked a tiny bit I just wish I just wish we were getting more I wish I I wish that we were giving getting more reasons to like who Jimbo is and not just what Jimbo does. Yeah, and I think yeah. this could have been a great episode for that. And I so I do agree with Candy just being like, "Hey, do you think you could get noted on the fact that you are always playing a character whenever you're doing and a challenge?" I, I was what I was trying to say was I I you know, I never thought about it till you brought it up. I think that's why even though I adore what Jimbo does, I'm not rooting for them. Because they are, they're a wonderful talent, yeah. and they have done nothing yeah. but excelled. And I would completely understand giving them a crown at this point. But I personally, I'm always going to be rooting more. At this point, I can safely say I was rooting more for Jessica or Lala or Candy, only because I look at Jimbo, and we joked about it last week. Jimbo just kind of burst out of the primordial ooze over a sewing machine. But I don't know Jimbo at all. And there's been those brief moments where she's like, you know, she was almost in tears because 
I know I'm funny. Why can't I win a lip sync? Or listen, the reason you do, the reason I picked this character is I thought a German voice would be really funny to do today. Like that's how I find my comedy. I find the joy in the situation. And those are the moments that make me go, oh, right. Jimbo is one, actually a human, not my sleep paralysis demon. I'm never going to forgive her still, for that Adam and Eve still thing. Your sleep, still your sleep paralysis demon. Forever. Absolutely. Forever. Uh, two, um, there is more to this person, but we don't see it often. And yeah. that is a very valid point, you know? And yeah. I just think that, but uh, we get into the uh, the notes session, and it's interesting to see. I'm just trying to move along because we have dinner reservations to make it to. Uh, Apparently, but uh, we get into the we get into the notes section of uh, Michelle and Alec Mappa talking to these queens, and when it comes to Alexis, they're like, "You need to trim everything." With Jessica, oh, they're yeah. just like, "Get meaner." With Candy, they're like, diction. A note that I've never gotten. I've never gotten that note either. Um, and with Jimbo, they're like, ah, good luck. With, with Jimbo, they're like, be funny. Be funny. Just be funny. Be best. Uh, Vis- be best. Uh, I almost said Michelle Massage. Uh, Michelle Massage is so offended by the list of famous people and... Like, she's fine with it until Candy says Teresa Judah. Teresa Judah. And then, and then Michelle is like, excuse, what? I'm oh, sad that joke oh. didn't wind up in the actual episode. Yeah, that was it her best. It was, was so good. It was such a good such joke. It was a good one. I wrote it down. Did you feel like this whole episode, they were setting up this Jimbo Candy oh, situation? Hard. Because I felt like my yeah. anxiety was so high this whole episode. It reminded me of... Back to Candy's previous season, uh, the Honey I Shrunk the Drag Queen we episode, don't, we don't talk about where that. they made it seem like, but they made it seem like Simone was going home the entire episode, and my whole heart that entire episode was like, oh my god, I can't, like I'm so sad, I don't want Simone to go home, and then I was like, J.K. she did great, and I felt like that was this episode for Jimbo was every step of the way they were setting it up as though Jimbo was about to bomb and then Yeah, this was definitely triumph. Um, I mean to talk about something David's been saying this whole season, this was an episode where they decided to give Jimbo his flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Um and really set up a lip sync that Jimbo could win. Yeah. Uh, Flowers and ten thousand dollars. Um Exactly. But uh we'll get there. That's a lot of flowers. Um and so I'm I have an important question for everyone. Um, yes. Maybe you guys can help me. Why was Katya there? Oh, to be a yeah, menace. Just to like. Why was. She came to fuck shit up. question Katya... too. Why is Katya here? Katya has never excelled in a roast challenge before. I love Katya. Like she. She doesn't yeah. know. She doesn't have a personal relationship with any of these queens. She. Yeah. She's not like, Raven who's just around. called her. She's not the lip sync assassin this week, which would have made sense. Like, she just showed up, ran around the workroom, and then left. And I was truly like... No, no, no. She didn't leave. She slithered away. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My... My... I kind of... I kind of wish they had cut the secret celebrity drop grace roast and we got more I... It was funny. Part of me wonders if they were literally like, look, these girls are having a hard time making workroom bits fun. We're just going to bring in someone who will just make the workroom bit fun for a little bit. Or maybe Katya just showed up. 
I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. She just showed up. She was like, that'd be so funny. Katya's knocks on the door and is like, I hear you guys are filming. Can I come in? Or like, she was like on the lot for some reason. And then they were just like, oh, Katya's here. Do you want to come say hi to the queens? And she was like, why, yes. They moved her dumpster and she woke up and she's like, this isn't North Hollywood. Where am I? Where am I? She's like, this is definitely not where I parked my car. I'm going to say she just showed up. She's like, I heard you all were filming. I decided to get some free crafty. And while I'm here, let me mess things up. I see it. Yep. Also, I will say, just because I like to point it out, um, Alexis Michelle was wearing a very lovely Moschino for H&M sequin hoodie. Very much like it. Very nice. Very cute. We also find out that Alexis wants to fuck Candy. Shocking. Uh, it's not her heart, it's her hole. <laughs> and Alexis is going to be so sad when she watches this episode and sees that Candy just really wanted to fuck uh, her over. Judge. Oh. <laughs> yes, may I share this beautiful quote from Katya before we move Please. on? <clears throat> yes. Drag is all about being Please. fierce, having fun, and if you don't win, you're a loser. <laughs> I mean, she's right. And then it's, she slid it away. It's not quite the best Katya quote, which is obviously, the key to a swollen vagina is courage. I guess that's a Bob Ross quote, but still. <laughs> okay, so we're back. Uh, so we're on the main stage. The roast is starting. First up is Alexis Michelle, who I think really doesn't hit her stride until she's making fun of Carson. She likes an easy target. Yeah. I, was, I wrote the exact same thing. Look, yeah. it's... It does. Look, I'm just saying, it's rude to roast Carson. The sun has already done that. <laughs> oh, she's fine. Yeah, I think she found yeah. her groove with Carson. It, was, it wasn't it was bad. I think it's one of those, like, classic, like, all-star situations of when everyone else is so much better. In a normal yeah. season, this would probably yeah. be a solidly safe roast. But in an all-star yeah. season, when there's this few she queens really- left... It was, yeah, she really should have used her something. great joke about um, the elephant having green shoes. I uh, Color mixing. Yeah. And, ex- and explain yeah. color, color theory. I think if she yeah. her entire roast was just explaining color theory, we'd, you know, we'd be having a different conversation right now. Oh, also, we never talk about RuPaul, what RuPaul looks like on the uh, in the episode, except for we do every episode. But I loved this wig. Oh, it was very, it was like I a blonde Diana Ross. I like the hair a lot. This wig was so was good. Back, RuPaul? Why was, was it so beautiful. far back? Proportionizing, Gorge. But no, so yeah, Alexis is good. I don't have any of her, none of her jokes stick out yeah, to me. Yeah, none of them really like, um, no. I, the only one I think I remember no. is the uh, the beard cover-up is working, mm-hmm. which was cute. Well, that was good. It was fun. That was, good. That was also, my favorite. Also, like, how did no one make a spit roast joke until RuPaul on the main stage? And how did no one make a horse cock joke? Why did no one make a joke about fucking horses? Yeah. Because it's not a joke when Carson Cressley fucks horses. He was that guy in that video. He died. You know that happened in my hometown? That video? Or someone yeah. fucking a horse? That vi- yeah. Did you know him? No. Was that you, Pope? So, they were really like ho ho on the range. Yeah. Northern California wow. is not a place to raise children. Is all I'm going to say. So, 
Jessica Wilde is next, and her delivery is a lot. Yes. But it goes over well. Jessica yeah. was amazing. <laughs> She's just so yeah, naturally thought... funny. She's one of those people, when she opens her mouth, I think Jessica so should have won this funny. episode. That's what I wrote, she too. She was so funny. And, like, she changed, she walks out, and the entire room changes. Her energy yeah. is so magnetic. She's so good. She's so funny. Like, I loved Jessica in this episode. Um, it was one of those things where it was, like, all of all of her jokes had structure. They weren't just relying on her, like, talking quickly like Yara Sophia has done in these challenges because that's what they kind of recommend you do if you don't speak English well enough. Mm-hmm. It's like, just right. speak in your language and we'll laugh because RuPaul finds foreigners funny. Like, no, Jessica wrote really good jokes and delivered them yeah. really well. She did. She did. Very good. She really... Yeah. It goes over great. Ru loves it. I, I, you know, it was a great week for Jessica. Yeah. She, the only thing she's watched Carson on is Dancing with the Stars as evidenced by the fact that it's the only thing she knows how to make jokes on with it. She's like, you were, oh my God, the last time last you did not so watch funny. what you did. I've never watched your stuff, but as soon as I get out of here, <laughs> I'm so not going to watch your and stuff. And so good. The way she introduced Candy, Candy. was so A bulldog fucking with too much blush. funny. Yes. Oh, the- uh, like, I want Candy to sell merch with that on it now. A bulldog with too much bludge. Yes. It's kind of, they had, they critiqued, they critiqued Jessica earlier for being too nice, but I think it actually benefited her here mm-hmm. that she has this like smile and wink that nothing came off as, you can say stuff like that. And it's just yeah. like, yeah. Oh, it's like so funny coming from Jessica. So I feel like what they critiqued her for in the workshopping, like actually really benefited her here because like. No matter what she was saying, yeah. it's well, still, I also like, think that, she like, was able to keep going from her. Yeah, I was going to say, what I also think that's that happened was everything that you said, you kind of knew was a joke, and you knew it was, like, a heh, and nothing ever came off as, like, too mean or too, like, hurtful. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, nothing Unlike bombed. Candy, who immediately had a moment yeah. of having a joke that was too mean, and then immediately corrected and didn't have a moment like that again. Yeah. But that does happen with Candy. She does the talent can't buy, uh, money can't buy talent or something. And it was like, oh, that was like, that was hurtful. And then she goes, cool, it's a roast. And then she keeps going and it's fine. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. Candy has a very different delivery mm-hmm. that is a, a lot harsher than Jessica. Yeah, whereas if Je- Yeah, if Jessica had said that, she might have gotten away with that. Yeah. And I think... And I think having them back to back, you really notice it. And then maybe I like will retract my earlier comment about ordering not matter because I think yeah. Candy suffered from Jessica going before her only because the delivery mm-hmm. felt so drastically different that like the the kind of sparkle at the end of everything Jessica said, mm-hmm. you felt how Candy's was so different. Also, like RuPaul's laugh and Jessica was so noticeable mm-hmm. and excessive oh, I mean, compared she's to Candy's. Still yeah. Um, she still is doing the, yeah. RuPaul is doing the Michelle is whispering Vanjie in my ear laugh the entire mm-hmm. time, other than when Alexis is speaking. Yes, like yeah. for most, like RuPaul does not <laughs> stop doing the exact same laugh for three people straight. Yeah, um, she does it more in Jessica than she does in Candy, but she does it for a lot of Candy. Yeah, and yeah. the second, though, I will point out totally. 
Candy told the joke wrong. We have a lot in common, RuPaul. Or uh, Carson, you're an equestrian. I love ketamine. Oh, that 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 is a better pun. Yeah, that works a lot better. Mm. Yeah, it was, and I think that Candy Candy has a lot of good jokes. Yeah. Like Candy is very funny. Um, if they tried to give her like a worse edit in this, I don't think it w- would have worked. And I think they yeah. would have tried to push her into a bottom two yeah. more if they could, and they literally couldn't. Again, they're they can't even show a point when she is talking, and you can't hear her over laughter. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the only thing that she was dinged, that she could have really been yeah. dinged for was just that like she bombed once. It, yeah, but it like wasn't even really a bomb, it was just. I'm yeah. sure all of them bombed yeah. and stuff like, like you, that you edited can, it out. You know, like I'm yeah, sure you always see saw. the best parts of a roast. Yeah, heck, yeah. they can. The uh, Ahura talked about how they just edited all of the laughter out of her of her set. She's like, yeah, people were, like, laughing hysterically, yeah, and they just edited the it out. And if you listen, you can, like, hear the rumblings of laughter from her mic that they couldn't get out of the uh, shot. Mm-hmm. So, like, they could have made Candy bomb harder True. just by edit, and they did it. True. So, we have For a commercial sure. break before Jimbo goes on, because we got to build that up. Yeah. And yeah. then Jimbo, as Joan Rivers, takes the stage, and it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's I, great. I have no notes. Um, I have one note. I have a note, too. I have a very simple note, um, which is that you can tell Jimbo literally ran out of material and had to... Literally, Jimbo's final joke is a dig at Joan Rivers' daughter who's not there. Yeah. But it was funny. But, like, I mean, it didn't make sense, because it was like, Carson has a horse face, which isn't true. You need a chin to have a horse face. (laughs) Horses have chins. You really um, wrote you wrote down a lot of roast but, for this one, didn't you? Um, I liked it. I, I, no, roasting Carson just comes naturally to me. Um, Val, valid. Uh, but no, I. it was one of those things where I was like, we got to the Melissa thing, and I was like, okay, I know this is a Joan Rivers thing, but also, you literally, the thing I will say about Jimbo is I do not think that Jimbo's set was strong enough to, if she hadn't been doing Joan Rivers, she would have this set would have bombed if she was not doing a persona. Um, well, I also think she would have probably have done different stuff if she was not doing Joan Rivers because she was definitely doing stuff through the washer and dryer of Joan Rivers. I agree. But what I will say is that it's funny because to me, she was funnier than Alexis in the first half. I mean, she was funnier than Alexis in the second half, but she had the reverse of the issue that Alexis had, where Alexis was tepid until she got to Carson. And I feel like uh, Jimbo was amazing until she got to Carson. I'd agree with that. And it just I think kind of that, felt I like she didn't have enough Jimbo, to say about Carson. I That was actually what I thought, why she went to Melissa in Carson. Yeah. It literally felt like she didn't have great Carson jokes. And even the, all the jokes were so many people were so specific. And then with Carson, it was like horse face, which like isn't a great Carson Cressley joke. Because like, we know what a horse face person looks yeah. like. You both watching just like that. <laughs> You're coming for me. You're coming for my friend. Seriously, on this podcast, S- on this day. I, I want to go SJP. for Alaska first. It's because like, famously, I anyways, she has one. She has one of the most beautiful horse faces of all time. She makes a wonderful witch. Uh, I do like all the nicknames Carson received from Joan Rivers uh, via Jimbo. 
Ellen DeGeneres, Tilda Swinton, <laughs> the Crypt Keeper. I, I thought it was very funny. Like, it was, it was guys. very good. It was, I, I, I thought it was a great bit. I thought it was a great act. And then, uh, the Jimbo's best Wood. joke was the John, the John Waters one. Yes. The John Waters was the best joke one. Was the John phenomenal. Waters joke was genius. Yes. Uh, a tiny mustache, big dick, and a horrible I just went on, yeah. I went on such an interesting journey with this whole roast because I am a Jimbo fan and spent the entire episode thinking that she was going to get eliminated. And I feel like they set it up as this dramatic moment of like the second she opened her mouth, it was like, oh, she's actually really good. They've been setting up this like kind yes. of act one gun that never fully went off the way we thought it would, much like that episode with Simone. And I feel like her she took those notes from Michelle and I thought what was really great about it through the lens of Joan was that her lines were just so quick and pointed that it just kind of kept like firing off firing off firing off so she never got to have those like dull lulls that some of them might in comparison feel like it so I think that definitely helped her like that she edited it down to be so snappy. So it kind of didn't leave any yeah. room for yeah. the drop off. Yeah. I think that she maintained pace really well while Rose sang and like yeah. really was able to do something. And again, yeah. The second she opened her mouth, you're like, Oh yeah. Jimbo's Joan Rivers is fantastic. Yeah. Um, that candy muse is such a bitch. You need to smell. She needs to smell your fucking hand. That was uh, hysterical. It's great. That's so fun. Um, it's such a good, because we've all heard do- bitch jokes and we've all heard Candy Muse bulldog jokes. Having it be that specific was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jessica was still my favorite roaster. I agree. But I thought that Jimbo did a fantastic job. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say that I wrote down like immediately like Jimbo will probably win, but Jessica deserves it. Yeah. Um, and then we have Jackie Wood, which um, personally I wouldn't. Would you? No. Uh, Jackie would what? Well, I was just like, the one nice thing is it was, it was cute to have somebody who was actually a good friend of Carson do that, like, kind of brotherly roast. Yeah. Like, that, it felt very nice. Um, and then they were the guest judge for the second half of the episode, and I was like, cool. They're probably not... Well, bet I was less confused as to why yeah, the guest judge wasn't too. there for the roast. Because at first I was like, this is weird. Why isn't the guest yeah. judge here? I was like, like, I was like could they sense. not get a judge? I literally was like, did Alec Mappa catch COVID in between these two episodes? Like, and couldn't come back? Like, I truly couldn't figure out what it was. Um, but no, and then we get to the runway. And the runway category is... Snow Bunny. Snow Bunny, uh, so Snow Bunny loves sh- it. Yeah, so it's a category of um, ladies skiing at the slopes. Yes. First up is Alexis Michelle, and I'm going to let the two Alexis Michelle stands take this one. Why was she a frilled lizard? (laughs) That's the only thing I saw. She comes out, and she has this stupid thing around her neck and a you tail. You know who she reminded so me of? I'm like, oh, that's a frilled lizard. Hat. That's that Pokemon that kind of looks like they had the bag she, of I was going to say, I did not see that, but she now looks I like, do. She looks like the final evolution of Sabah. Uh, yes, that. Inteleon. She was Inteleon. Oh my god. No, Inteleon looked better. Uh, she, I, and she has Inteleon a bag that does not match the outfit. No. <laughs> yeah, I do really like Why the, the wig. 
It the wasn't a tail, great. it was a well, stocking the, cap. The tail was her hat. But, like, it didn't fit with, like, the rich fish outfit. But I have the shot I took of like, it. It yeah. looks like a tail. It just, it also is, like, wrinkly. It just doesn't look great comparatively. I was not a big fan of the tail either. No. The, What's the bag? I thought she looked yes, beautiful yeah, her on the face, stunning. as always. Agreed. Um, I liked the hair. The hair I actually really liked as well. The camel toe Love kind that. of reminded me of Trixie. Damn. Yeah. Like, it definitely had that like, vibe a, to it. Yeah. But now I can't unfeel like, There's a weird level of the things people were doing were either girls going skiing or the yeah. word snow. And Alexis just did neither. She did, like, vague yes. winter. Uh, then we had... But speaking of girls going skiing... Jessica Wilde. Oh my god, did she look beautiful? Yes, she looked yeah. like a cross between Jennifer Lopez and Giselle Bunchen. Like, if I thought it was okay, I thought it was like if any major celebrity was skiing. This is what Gwyneth Paltrow was wearing when she hit. You that mean when guy. she lost a half a day of skiing? Yeah, and like if, if she was wearing that, you understand why that was such a big yeah. bummer. She wanted to show off that outfit for another exactly. half day. Now, I, I, I'm kind of with Kayla in that. She looks phenomenal, but before she kind of takes the puffer jacket and she opens it up, I was thinking it's a little basic. It's a little on the nose for the prompt, but I like. But, really but I don't I mind. I don't mind a version of the outfit. I think that Jessica did the single best version of what a snow bunny actually yes. is. No, she, like we got a few more snow bunny looks in Untucked, and she was like. I'm going to do the prompt literally better than she did. She did. She killed honestly. it. Uh, yeah. Next up, we have Candy. Yeah. I think it just felt a little Fair. basic. Yeah. Next up, we have Candy Muse, who's kind of towing the line between I am skiing and also I am snow. She, uh, gave, she was a snow slut. She gave me best believe I'm still bejeweled yeah. when I walk in the room. I can still make the whole place shimmer. She also was giving, she was With giving memes. like, I'm... I'm that girl who goes skiing to marry rich. Yes. Although I won't lie, for me, the outfit lost it the minute she took off the coat. It's not much I, of an outfit. Yeah. I liked it without the coat. I loved Same. it with the coat. I liked it without the I, coat. yeah. Um, but I did love, I loved the corset. I loved the, like, corset that was not actually also connected to the panty having also, the chain. Also, why did Mich- um, uh, Michelle call it a muumuu? I don't think Michelle knows what a muumuu is. Clearly. Maybe because it was black and white. She was like, <laughs> no, she's like, oh, you're wearing a muumuu. And I was like, that's not a muumuu. No, no, it's not. Did she, she call it a muumuu? Um, that's not nice. That's not nice at all. Yeah. Uh, what is nice, though, is Jimbo's look. Yes. I genuinely, oh, she walked I, out, and my first thought was, is Snow Bunny not a term in Canada? That's actually a very good question. Who knows if they even got Snow Bunny as their real prompt? Well, like, so, like, I genuinely wonder if they got Snow Bunny, because most of the looks also in uh, Fame Game followed that kind of prompt of snowsuit, and then a couple people did just snow looks. And I was truly, like... Were there people who didn't know what a snow bunny was, who didn't look it up and just thought it was like a snow-related thing and just did snow? Because I thought, this is the best Jimbo's ever looked. This was high glamour. This Uh, was stunning. uh, David, you you look like you're about to explode if you don't say something soon. What's up? I have a question. 
knowing that we've all seen her season of Canada. Was this yeah. her redemption look for her um, for her elimination oh. runway? Her glamour it look looked a lot point. like actually, it. Oh, it could, could be. be like that was more of an ice queen, but it, it is. But this was an ice was. queen to I, me. I, I got ice queen. From I it. would say this was that look through the lens of you of the you will never be yes. glamour look. <laughs> Agreed. Um, that like bejeweled, that ugly silhouette look that I hate that some people still try to say it was good. Damn. Where she was just a ball. I really hate, I really hate the look that Jeffrey Barr Chapman reads mm. her for. That I watched that episode and I went, I agree, Jeffrey. Back to this yes. look. I mm-hmm. loved it. I thought it was just like a feast for the eyes and the movement of it was just like so beautiful. And I also think it was the right timing for Jimbo, granted she didn't know when this runway would come up, to switch it up. That we've seen like the huge tits, the like drag clown, and to now have this like sudden glamour moment, like it could not have come at a better she time for so her. Good. It was so just nice. feel like this mm-hmm. breath of fresh air. It was Especially in an episode stu- I thought where Jimbo's other two looks are full like Joan Rivers and full drag clown to have a look that is just this yeah. <laughs> perfect like truly this I I genuinely don't think we've ever come close to Jimbo I don't think Jimbo's ever come close to this level yeah. of high this look was so perfect yeah. and I love I famously love some of Jimbo's more conceptual was, looks yeah. The three jimber, the, the three, three jimbers, the three jimbers, the three jimbers, the three jet, the three genders: Ice Queen, Joan Rivers, Cop. Casper. That's the it's no, it's Cop. the come on my Casper mattress. No, the character's name. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the, like it's called the Casper look. Not sponsored by. I call it the come look. Uh, now, I'm do Heather. we want to talk about the Fame Game looks now, or yeah, let's do it right yeah, now. Yeah, let's talk Fame Game now. Okay. First, we have Monica Beverly Hills giving you. I mean, you trans flag snowsuit. She looks like Gorgeous. the cutest Monster High doll yes. in this outfit. I'm obsessed. I love it. Those shorts were hideous. Yeah. Those shorts were hideous. When she turned around, when I was she like. she turned around. Mm, that's fair. Girl. I was like front, Granny Tanny. It was very cute. She was really serving Serena Yeah, but you know the camera's going to be on your butt. And she has a nice butt too, so she really <laughs> Just take the, Truly take the shorts off if, they're, if they look that bad. Yeah. Just exactly assless. Yeah. She knows she's not gonna win. Next up is Nasha Lopez, who looks like Beautiful. Coco Montrese. Giving you that like, isn't that a J Lo look? I don't know. I just remember that it's what Coco Montrese wore when she was the lip sync assassin. But it's it's specifically. Oh, it was, a, I think it? I thought it was. Oh yeah. I thought yeah. I thought J Lo did that look, and Coco was doing a J Lo illusion, and this was also the it's same. Possible. Illusion. I just thought it because I think someone also. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it looks stunning. I thought someone also did it on the night of a thousand J Lo's. Maybe. I can't Which remember. I, Maybe. I don't think so. Maybe in Jerry I think you're did. thinking, there's something that I know you're thinking of. It's not exactly that, but I know what you're thinking of. It's more mesh. But like, the, the, that, the thing that is the wig that is Crystal. Hmm. So, Mrs. Kasha Davis, uh, she's a 60s go-go dancer, snow bunny. Uh, she makes a yellow snow joke. She's, she's That's cute. What I was getting. It's very cute. Oh, quick thing. You know, we have we. This was the season of, of water sports. We had the dirty jock strap, and now the yellow. I was gonna say I'm not allowed to say who my um, source is, but I did hear from a, a reliable source that it was supposed to be a piss soaked jock strap. Alexis Michelle. Yeah. Oh. No, I- oh God. Okay. All right. I was like, 
what the fuck are you talking about, David? Don't share this on microphone. <laughs> David! <laughs> My God! But Pope, then I was like, oh, wait, Pope no, that's what Mich- did- uh, Alexis Michelle was wearing. Okay, okay, cool, great. Pope thought you were talking about an order you recently placed. <laughs> No, I, I was just, I was just like, this is so inappropriate to share on Mike. I, oh my God. Oh my goodness. I'm clutching my pearls. Uh, no, that's okay. what her, it was, that was the look it was supposed to be. Cause I remember we were talking about it and you're like that ugly yellow dress. And I'm like, no, no, no. The illusion was that it was a, yeah. Yes. That... No, I don't like, I, the problem, my problem with the ugly dress isn't the bottom of the dress where it's the pistol jaw strap. It's the middle of the dress where it's just her, it's supposed to be her skin. Cause Jock straps, famously, if you're wearing a jock strap and it goes like this, this isn't covered. No. All right. Like, I wanted skin in Alexa. I wanted the yellow part of the dress at the top to be skin. Uh, going back to Mrs. Kasha Davis. Yes. Go <laughs> uh, Go Dancer, She's Yellow a, Snow. A Yellow yeah. Snow Bunny. It's, it's cute. I don't really have a whole lot to report on it other than. It's fine. It's about as good as we've gotten from it's fine. Mrs. Kasha Davis. Don't it be Yellow Snow. Yeah, it, it's not one of the stunning ones, no. but it's it's good. Yeah. She wouldn't have gotten noted on it yes. too hard if it was on the runway. And Darian's um, okay. Next, we have Darian Lake. I yeah, loved that. Darian Lake being like... I was like, yes. Yeah, being like Snow. I, I didn't get it. So, Oh, she was she was covered in razor blades and the credit card because she was cocaine. a Coke Snow Bunny. Yeah. Co- okay, yeah. Snow. Okay. Also, the dress and the cocaine. sunglasses, okay. I felt like were supposed to be a, th- um, a send-up to like the early 2000s. Uh, girls like uh, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Nicole Richie. But I kind of wish that she had a red hair. It felt very... Sure. It felt very in Darian's aesthetic to a way that I was just like, this is perfect. Yeah, I loved it. It was was so good. Darian really has killed some of these fan game looks. It's one of those things where several of her looks on the season were bad, and then some of them just were great. It's been all over the place with her... Uh, then we had James, and James comes out, and she's basing her outfit on the White Queen from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe series, uh, the primary antagonist. She yeah. shows up a few times. The Chronicles of Narnia. The Chronicles of Narnia, yeah. Uh, now, it's very cute. I wish the cage, one, went down a lot further, and two, Agreed. wasn't fuzzy. Yeah. Because I feel like if that was just I... right, it would have been kind of more classy, almost. I just think it was rude because being Tilda Swinton is now Carson's thing. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> I thought the top was a lot prettier than the bottom. The bottom kind of lost me. That it just felt like a. Eh. I will say, as somebody who like was looking at it, I was like, "Oh, this does look very." It looked the bottom part did like the the way it was cut looked like a drag interpretation of the specific outfit from the movie, yeah. which I thought was okay. good, but I think she could have taken it to a new direction and not been so reliant on the source Agreed. material. Um, and then finally we have Lava. Uh, you skipped Kahana. No, Kahana. Kahana. I forgot about Kahana. Poor Kahana. I forgot. I forgot about her too. It's okay. She's ready for the ice capades. Yeah. It's, it's just another, it's just another Vegas yeah, look. Yeah. We have hit the point where it's like, Kahana always looks great. I will say her makeup was stunning. Yes. That, like, white eye yeah. was just yeah. gorgeous. Well, she was I ready to be on stage for that. I, I am bored of the showgirl. Yeah. Yeah. She is beautiful. Um, she, she's a really tired-ass showgirl at yeah. this point. Um, Making me tired. Now we move on I'm to I'm kidding. Lala. She's a very well-rested yes, showgirl. Yes, who looks like Maria Lala Ree, who wears something beautiful. 
and then takes it off and is just wearing a corset. Yeah. I wish she hadn't taken it off because when she first stepped out, my notes literally say, this is the best Lala has ever looked. And while I was writing yep. it, I say, oh shit, never mind. <laughs> I literally looked down to like take a note about it, looked up and it was gone. Yeah, it was, uh, I was yeah. like, so good and then wasn't. It just, I thought the, rig, the wig was yeah. a little rough. It wasn't as bad as the hateful wig that Alexis Michelle gave her last week. That's a hate crime in some sense. Lala Ree will always be judged on wig based on that wig. Yeah. Like, that's the lowest it'll ever be. Yeah, that's all the looks. And honestly, we had some great ones. We had some real... Middle of the road. Middle of the road. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, this is... I think it's a moderately hard category. Oh, it absolutely is. uh, In general. It's one of those things where it's like, do you do Jessica where you're doing the best version of the literal do you try to make it conceptual and turn it into snow which a few people did um do you try to make it something that's like a little bit of a nod to something else like darian um it's just a, we've it, also had a similar category yeah. before um the, the hot alaskan the the no, no the the, the Mi- um uh the global warming Mi- miami winter it? yeah yeah so i feel like we've seen variations of winter looks on the yeah. runway before so sometimes it feels like is there something that you can do? Yeah. I did like the candy. Yeah, the frozen yeah. runway too. Yeah. I like that candy walked out, shivered, and then sh- shush. Shimmy bread. Yeah. She, she, Secretly she, she shivered, shushed. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on, um, we get to deliberation. They basically said everything that we already said. Jimbo, yep. Jimbo's swing yep. won and paid off. So Jimbo wins, and if you're not in Fourth the bottom, if you're not in the top, you are in the bottom. Something Joe has been wanting for most of the season. Uh, Alexis, Alexis literally says it's three bottoms and one top, which is usually a good time, which isn't true. That's the worst version of a four way. Kayla's the only top here, and look at her; she's exhausted. <laughs> I resent that. <laughs> I love. That line was so bad. My partner was getting ready to go to the movies. He comes in. He's getting a shirt on. He watches just for like five seconds. Hears her say, say and goes, that's not right. And just left. He just left. He was like, <laughs> back to the bathroom to get ready. And I was like, even even Curtis disagrees with this, Alexis. Yeah. Get it together. Um, they plug House of Love cocktails. Yep. Which are fine. Get the if you're ever gonna get a, t- uh, a House of Love cocktail, get Tangerine Margarita. It's the least sweet one and the one with the highest ABV. Ooh, good, good to know. know. I miss drinking. Just like very simply, the other ones are really sweet. Yeah. Um, and that one isn't partially because it has such a high alcohol content. So this episode did something a little different than what we've been doing. They just show us the votes. It showed all of the lipsticks, yeah. which told me that Jimbo was winning. The second they showed, um, her cards they, were they showed all helped. the lipsticks. I went, "Oh, Jimbo's going to win this lipstick. Yeah. That's cool." Yeah. Um, it's the same Did thing. You as- die though when she came out in the baloney outfit because I was like, "Oh my god, she's in the baloney outfit." Wow. I mean, I feel like she's been foreshadowing okay, so, that. Two things. But also, I will say, um, it reminded me a lot of when Trinity walked up to Manila and was like, "We have to save Valentina," and Manila went. I don't know. Maybe we will. And it was like, yeah, Manila knows that if she just said, if she doesn't tell you who she's voting for, she gets to win the episode. Yeah. 
or has a higher yeah. chance of it, yeah. at least. But uh, they, yeah. So we see everyone's vote, and Candy votes for Alexis because she's like, "I will not be owned by you." She she goes full birds of prey and goes, "You don't own me." <laughs> also, um, why would you trust? Meanwhile, you trust during Alexis? Untucked, oh. why would you trust Alexis? Yeah, literally during Untucked, uh, Alexis walks up to Jessica and is like, "Look, I already have an alliance with Candy." We're going to send you home. But I don't know if I could vote for you, cry, cry, cry. Is that Will? They did not mute their microphone. Yes, thank you. No, they did not. Um, but uh, they, yeah, they literally. Uh, yeah, they're here. Yeah. Okay, so how much time do we have? We're almost at the end. We could probably we skip have, I mean, uh, Jeopardy yeah. this week. I don't want to, but can we get together? Can we? We can record it again later. I yeah, have can no we plans record Jeopardy? We could do another recording. Let's, uh, yeah, I can do. Okay, we could do it again later. Yeah, I'm free. I'm to, to answer it. I am free tonight if we want to just do it after the show, depending on that, or we can just find a time later. But let's finish the episode. Yeah, I want to finish the episode, and then we can do Jeopardy later. Uh, All right. I was gonna say we could probably blow through Jeopardy. Uh, um, we'll see. we'll see. Let's see where, how long it takes okay. to finish the episode because I have a lot of thoughts about the okay. thing. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I was less excited than McKay- than than Kayla was when it came to this lip sync and seeing the uh, the baloney costume. I was like, oh, we're just doing. This was an episode of uh, Jimbo's very special hits. Yeah, I agree a little bit. I was like, I even wrote that in my. I second, even wrote that in my notes. Was, I was like, I was like, Joe is going to hate this. Well. We'll see what we can... Yeah, no, this... So, yeah. So, uh, as Kayla said, Jimbo's in the baloney outfit. Kayla's excited. I hate it. Um, um, I I hate it because... Hi, well, you if you talk into the microphone, you can be on the pod. Just say Kayla, Kayla loves Alexis Michelle. You're muted. Oh, Kayla, you, you're now muted. You weren't muted before, and now you are muted. Okay, I I so <laughs> Joe, let's pick it back in from where we'll uh, do the enter with uh, <coughs> Jimbo is the ghost right now. Casper. Yeah, so uh, Jimbo is dressed as the cum ghost, um, which is my favorite character from Danny Phantom. I must have, uh, I must have missed that episode. The cum ghost. Oh, don't put that into uh, the universe, Joe. Listen, when they're gonna do the dark but, uh, reboot, and it's I'm gonna be there. Like, and then I'm just like, oh, I hate this. Um, and we get our lip sync assassin reveal that starts coming up. I said it last week. Munch, munch, crunch, crunch. Silky Ganache is here to eat the lip sync. Yep. She is. She is. Um, <laughs> she didn't eat the bologna, though. I wouldn't. You don't know where that bologna is. I mean, I wouldn't. Do you know how warm that bologna yeah, yeah. is? <laughs> well, no, no. So it. basically when she yeah. licked it, it's funny because I knew what she was doing and I, I'm guessing it didn't stick. So at Christmas Queens, whenever someone would tip her, she'd lick the dollar and then stick it on her head. And they would lick the dollar and stick it on. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. So that's what she was doing. That's cute. Okay. But like... Oh, I kind of like that. So the lip sync starts and it's Freakazoid. By Midnight Star. Have you guys... Okay, I'm like, have you guys no. heard this song no. before? I've never heard of the song before in my life. No. I heard Freakazoid, and I was, I was like, like, they're doing the theme song from the cartoon? 
They were like Jimbo one, and they're like, "Quick, we gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta get a song that I was works for Jimbo." Literally, like they picked this song for if Jimbo didn't win the first three lips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, like it's just one of those things where I truly, I, I could not believe. That, I was like, we are literally watching the most produced thing I've ever it's seen so in Drag Race this season. Like, I will say that there was something really delightful about. I feel like Joe. Uh, I feel like Jimbo finally like made the lip sync work for her. Like instead of trying to fit what she felt a lip sync should be, it was like to me it felt like this very like rise to mm-hmm. the top moment of like so, I'm just gonna be me. So here's the thing: is that I have been wanting Jimbo to do basically this the entire season. Give us a lip sync through a clown lens. My problem is, is that this number was in no way different from the talent show version she's already done with this costume. She comes out, she does weird stuff as a ghost sperm, as the cum ghost. Then she shits baloney. Then she throws it at Mama Roo. Then she ends it by throwing it on her head. It is the exact same thing that we already got from Jimbo in the talent show being done in a lip sync, being given the exact same response. And I was just, like, waiting for it to build to something new, and it didn't. And so I was like, this is Jimbo's lip sync win, and I can accept that. I don't love it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Personally. Oh, you could tell Silky. Silky literally leave it, walking away after losing, going, this is going down in history. I lost to Jimbo. Like, I know she was trying to be like, haha, but no, you just see the look on her face the whole time she's in the back. She's like, I mean, she mad. walked out knowing the song was Freakazoid, looked at Jimbo and was like, oh, okay, we're giving yeah, you a win. Yeah. Like, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Also, this, also, I was shocked after all the drama this episode that Jimbo didn't suddenly vote for Jessica and then it was going to be Alexis and Candy Alexis realizing Candy voted for her. Like, I was convinced the yeah. drama of that it. the drama, because of how, because we were aware that Candy had voted for Alexis already, I thought we were going to get the drama moment of, and you know what's going to happen next week. I don't know. I kind of feel like. I mean, who would you have chosen if you were Jimbo? Oh, Sorry. I absolutely would have picked I mean, Alexis. 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 Um, she's, I mean, Jimbo's so far ahead in the competition that she doesn't need to play strategically. No. Yeah. And, and she has, she has an alliance with, with Candy and Jessica is, plays yeah. fair. So like, get rid of and Alexis. Jessica's just yeah. happy to be there. Well, Jessica exactly. and Jimbo. Like, why would you, why would you yeah. stop that? And, and yeah. also Jessica and Jimbo, I don't know if anyone's noticed this. They're in the background together all the time. Cause I feel like, cause they're both kind of older. They yeah. seem friends. They seem they're both kind of like weirdos that yeah. see each other. I mean, yeah, that was a high compliment because they're to my two favorites. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're they're together yeah. having and... fun. But also, I want to give you guys a chance because I kind of bogarted the lip sync. What did you guys think of it? If you guys liked it, tell me why. I want to know. Ex- explain. I mean, I told you my two cents of it felt yes. like it was seeing Jimbo finally make the lip sync work for her. And I feel like that's a very like artist narrative of like, instead of trying to fit into the box that they're fitting you in, like yes. make it work for you or whatever. I'm like mixing up metaphors, but I feel like 
it felt very triumphant in that sense, but you're not wrong that it was exactly what she did on UK versus yeah. the world. Have people seen that season that are That's watching this? Point. Maybe. Probably. I feel like, I feel like they probably w- went back and watched yeah. it after falling but in love with it's on, it's, and it's on, But it is on a it's different on streaming platform. Yeah. yeah. So, so like within reason, like obviously we all have, but, if you've never seen that for the first time, but I do, I do think what you said is so valid, Joe, that yeah. like it wasn't yeah. doing anything new with it. Like I was hoping the butt, I thought there was going to be some gag with the butt. I um, thought she was going to drop wasn't. something else out. The fact that it was baloney. Yeah. I was like, the- I, I told, I totally yeah. agree with what you said, Joe, like yeah. that also valid. But I think for me, it felt very like, Oh, Jimbo is like, finally I, making it work for her again i was just like man i wish you had another thing you could Same. pull out that was this but just a different concept because i was so excited to see her do something weird and i was so sad yeah. it was just a weird thing i'd already yeah. seen because i'm just like if this is the first time you'd ever seen it you probably would have lost your mind over yeah it. kind of like you did i yeah, imagine you did I the did. first time yeah <laughs> when i when this happened in uk versus the world i was screaming and even if like i had seen this even if like i'd seen this on tour or something and it had happened here, I've been like, that's perfection. That's great. I don't assume the first time Silky ever made a drink out of her boobs was on uh, All Star 6, but it's still gag-worthy to see yeah. on TV. I just was sad. I was like, yeah, RuPaul has already awarded this before. Ultimately, my whole vibe about it was the narrative buildup to it made a lot of sense because the narrative buildup was, why can't I win a lip sync? I've done this six times. I've lost every time. And of course, when Jimbo does what we really expect or want from Jimbo to do, which is not to do a Rue Girl lip sync, but to do something, quote unquote, outside the box, then we're going to love it a lot more. The problem with it being it felt very rehearsed and forced. Well, speaking of rehearsed and forced, next episode, we have makeover judging. Oh, boy. That'll be fun. It's weird to do a makeover challenge with Someone's Sophie Someone's getting thrown Queen. under well, that This bus. is the first time we've ever had a top three that was a competitive episode. Also true. Um, which is wild. We literally, awesome. like, we're on track to just eliminate queens until the finale. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be our top one episode at the end, and I'm going to live for it. Um, but uh, next week we'll talk about makeovers, and for now it's time for everyone's favorite section. Jeff Rudy! Jeff Rudy! Hello, and welcome back to Jeopardy, everyone's favorite game. I'm your host, Alana Trubeck, and we are back. Uh, We are at Joe at 19, Pope at 16. Uh, We have a very special guest in Kayla. And Kayla, the way that this is going to work is you are going to be able to give your points away to one of these two contestants. (gasps) Should you? nice things. (laughs) Should you get the question You look so pretty tonight. Oh my God. Oh my god. And Kayla gets Kayla, you deserve so many legendary legend stars. Alright. 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 So question number one. David. 
Yes. You need to go through all of us and have us oh make my God. a buzzer noise. Duh, sorry. It's late. <laughs> um, all right. So the way that we're doing it, since we are not all together is, and we don't have a bell, is you need to make a buzzer noise with your mouth. So everyone make a buzzer noise quickly. David, go one person by one person, just so you can be like, Pope, what is your okay. buzzer noise? Pope, what Halo, is your what buzzer noise? Bu- okay. Pope, what is your buzzer noise? Ding. Joe, what's your buzzer noise? Rukukuku. <laughs> Shayla, what's your buzzer noise? Bleep. There we go. We all have buzzer noises. Okie dokie. Are you guys ready? As yeah. will ever be. Rukukukuku. Okay. Bleep. So, first question. These queens made it to fifth place after two wins. Which are these queens? And there's five of them. Fifth place, two wins. Rukukukuku. Joe. Bendelacrum. Yes. Is all stars included? Uh, are we round robining? We or... can round robin this one, yeah. Sure. Kayla, next. Is all stars included? No. Okay. Regular season. Regular season. Coco Montrese? No. No. One win. But she was top five. That was correct. Alexis Michelle. No. Dang. One win. Um. Nina West. No. She was six Wait, eliminated. No. Yeah. Because I was gonna say Nina West too, but she was six eliminated. I just was like, who was eliminated second to last? Yeah. The one who was, I don't think, is the one. No, it was Vanjie, and she didn't have any wins. No, no, they were not going to let her have a win. No. Ooh, is it my turn? Yes. yes. Yeah. Katya. Yes, correct. Oh, okay. okay. Pope? Mm. I have one. Detox. No, wait, no. she was fourth. Fourth. Olivia Lux. Correct. Mm. Damn. How many do we have left? Um, two. Two, two left. left. Yeah. I think I know. I'm just like going through all the fives in my head and I'm like, yeah. them? Her? <laughs> Rukuku. Sorry, that was just me adding the shade to Kayla. <laughs> I don't think Derek Barry... No. She only had one. One win. Shangela. No. Damn it! No? Yes. No. Yeah, Shangela was fifth place with two wins. She's not on this list. That's surprising. (gasps) Because Carmen was also fifth place. Valid. That's that's what happened that season. Is that one of them? That's definitely why it's like that. Yeah. Um, Jessica Wild? No. Damn it. Why'd she have two wins? She might not have been fifth place. No. Latrice sent her home, it was on the thing. No. Latrice is six or five. One yeah, but one win. Oh. Which is shocking. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it. it's not valid in my heart. Uh and we're not counting all star seasons, correct? No. 
Is it all, all right. American? Yes. Okay. Just check. All right. There's so little seasons and how. Ha- it's difficult. I'm just going through each season in my head and thinking of who the fifth out was. George's? Nope. Darian Lake. On, no, she was fine. Angina. What? Angina. Correct. There's still one left? Yes. Yes. Um, it's gotta be like a recent season. Ah, oh, bother. Hmm. All right. Georges? No, no, I guess that. Said that. Hmm. Norris I just is tall. Listen on Pope Talks. What? I was being shady. Uh, uh, who was in y'all five give in season twelve? No, a- I, top five is uh, Coco. In season no. twelve, yeah, season five is Coco. Season six is, is Bendel Akram. Season seven is Katya. Katya, season, season eight is eight. Derek Barry. Nine yeah. is Alexis. Season ten is Cracker. Oh, Cracker. Oh, Cracker only had one. Yes. Oh, makeover. Ding. Yes. Oh no. Uh, I believe in you, Pope. Oh. Heidi in closet. No. Darn it. Sherry Pie? No. That a, no. That's a she placed fourteenth out of thirteen girls. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, she's kind of fourth and fifth. Who is the fifth out in that season? What? Jackie. Zero wins. Mm. She should have had Should have won. Wait, so um right. Um, no, because it's not it's not Deja Sky. Nope. Was it No it's not. I was gonna wait a second. Wait a second. It's Bosco. No. Bosco That's was in so close. No, no, no. It's Angeria it's Bo- and Bosco. It's both of them. Okay. No, who's considered number five in that, that one? Yeah. That, that was a top that's five. fair. There was a top five. Yeah. Uh, I am. If it's, Angeria, if it's Angeria, it's also Bosco. They both had two But it's two not. It's, we're doing, like, solos. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it's not okay. that season. It's not that season. It's neither of those. Neither of those. Who's um, that in season six? Selena at cities. <gasps> Lucy Laduca. Correct. Wow. I... How quickly we forget. Uh... <laughs> well, well, maybe if the right. season was better. Yeah. All right. Next question. Okay. In these categories, these queens have all won this. And if things go a certain way, which is kind of giving it away, they also took the crown it is acting advertising snatch game so if they win this challenge they also win the challenge correct joe uh wait so you're saying that these queens won these challenges and also won the season right correct although one of them correct uh how many are there there's three so we're not round robining this we're not round robin. You got to get all cool. three. So, and is it only all stars or is it also regular season? It's two all stars in a regular season. Okay, so it's Alaska, it's Jinx. Nope. What were the cha- no? Wait, what were the challenges again? Acting, advertisement, yeah. snatch game. Oh, 
Jinx, weirdly, Jinx has those across two seasons, and yeah. I got confused. Yeah. So it's advertising, acting, and Snatch Game, Shea Coulee. No. No. Oh, yeah. Um... Would anyone like to steal? Who do we have so far? Trinity. We have Alaska. So Alaska. We have, Alaska. We have one out of three. Trinity. No. Damn. Bob the drag queen. Yes. Oh yeah. So now we have another oh, yeah, all stars. Uh, yeah, Kayla. Oh, yeah. Need. So Kayla, you got to list one more to win. Okay, one more to win. They won snacks. I also they gave won. it away. I mean, it's not Jimbo. It is. Oh, that's... No, because Jimbo hasn't won yet. Jimbo hasn't won yet. That's not fair. I said... I said... Nope. I said... Oh. You can replay if, the tape. If things yes, go a certain way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but there was no way we were going to guess that a person who hasn't won the season yet... Is one of the winners we're talking a about. Win of, is one of the winners of the season we're talking about in the Okay, question. we're striking that So me qu- and Kayla each get a point? I was going to say, we can do that or I can strike that question because we're about to enter... The Alexis Michelle lightning round. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, my God. Of course. So, I mean... <laughs> oh, come on. You think I was going to have you two on this thing and not have an Alexis Michelle lightning round? Come I on. I get it. I get it. I don't know if I know enough. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll I'm going to give you each a point because I love you both and because it makes things more oh, interesting. I was like, in general? Okay, because that. Cool. Yeah. Me, me and Kayla, not Pope and Kayla, just for loving Alexis Michelle. <laughs> this is like, correct. Oh, not for you. being sister wives. Not for being yeah. sister wives. Did I ever tell you that I went on a date with that guy who uh, was mean to Alexis Michelle but used to date her? No. No. Yeah, uh, he was like, I like understand a lot of Alexis' psyche after how much this guy talked about how genuinely shitty he was to her. He was like... Yeah, I never saw her perform in drag because I worried she'd be bad at it. Uh, except for one time, I was on a lot of cocaine, so I showed up to her show and then yelled at her. What an asshole! Like, oh. All like, right, this is this is a first date, and you're just telling me these things. Good grief! Okay, so first question: Alexis Michelle is the fourth queen of season nine to reach the top four on an All Stars. Who are the other three? Dang. I drew cuckoo cuckoo. Um, it is, uh, it's, sorry, uh, Trinity, it's Shay, and then it's Valentina. No. Nope. Pope, you want to steal? Uh, sure. Uh, Trinity. Trinity again. (laughs) Trinity, Shay, uh, I'm sorry, so it was, could you repeat the question one more time? Alexis Michelle is the fourth queen of season nine to reach the top four on an All-Stars. Who are the other three? I feel real dumb. Okay. Uh, season nine, top top four. Uh, Shay, obviously. Uh, Trinity, obviously. Um, Peppermint for America versus the world. I give up. Nope. Kayla? I'm thinking. So top four from season nine. 
No, it's just people in season nine who've made it to the top yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people from nine that have I'm made it to the top four. I'm going to remember this in two seconds, and I'm going to be so mad at myself. Why am I not I mean, thinking of... technically, my answers both count twice. I, I didn't say. <laughs> so I actually, I actually got four of the five answers. Joe, I'm going to throw a shoe at Shay you. And Tr- cause Shay and Trinity are both at the top four of all winners. I said all-stars, not all-winners, baby. All-star all seven is an all-star season. Doesn't matter, it's still all-winners. I know I know who the, the I know who the final queen is. Give, give I don't have it. I I don't have it. it it's Eureka. Correct. Mm. Damn. I forgot she's a season nine girl. I think of her season ten so much. I, as well, I do as well. I do as well. I, I was literally picturing the cheerleading challenge and still didn't even think of her. The split. Oh, that was literally that was how I got there. Was I was like, wait a second, there, it's something like, we not Charlie Hyde. Girly. No, it was Charlie Hyde. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, what was Alexis Michelle's entry line in season nine? She just cried. Nope. She didn't have a line. Come take a big bite of this big apple. Nope. Hello, gorgeous. I don't know. Close. How you like the egg rolls, Mr. Charles? Uh, oh, oh it was! I remember what that. The... It's a reference to Gypsy. It's a Gypsy oh, reference. okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, okay. We can say it because it's the name of a musical, but it is problematic. Oh, I thought it was about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Um, this... Lee. <laughs> Gypsy Rose Lee. <laughs> Fair. No, Gypsy Rose Blanchard is literally named after Gypsy Rose Lee. I know. Yeah. All right. I mean, unsurprising. Okay. Which one of these 90s singer-songwriters is Alexis Michelle related to? Cheryl Crow, Lisa Loeb, or Amy Mann? Bing. Yes? Lisa Loeb. Correct. (laughs) All right. I did not know that. This is, there's not a lot of lightning in this lightning round. Sorry. <laughs> the first question was a three-parter. Yeah. In the I just was round. calling it the lightning round. I didn't say it was a real lightning round. <laughs> um, okay. Before she got on to season nine, how many seasons had she auditioned for? Ruku Kukuku. Correct. Yes. Four. <laughs> no. Four. You already said correct, though. So I know that was it. my that was that was a blah, blah, blah. ding. Yes, eight. Correct. Ooh, every season but every season but one. Yep. How very Tina Burner of her. Or Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. No, Our... Alaska made it on by season five. Yeah, valid. Okay. Also, she auditioned in season one. Which drag race winner did she go on a date with and they compared their audition tapes? Ding. Bob? Correct. <laughs> That's really funny. Isn't that a great I just had to think of- <laughs> That's really I, funny. I, I knew that. I knew it was what? Bob. I just knew it was Bob because I was like, I know what Alexis... Michelle's type is based on this season. Uh, Alexis Michelle's type is breathing. <laughs> yeah, and Bob and Bob. Wow, and Bob can breathe. Bob breathes. Yeah, famously, Bob 
breathe. All right. Bob literally very, invented breathing. This is a really dumb one, so you guys can feel free to say, like, I don't know immediately. Which two other drag queens does she share a birthday with? I can you say what her Tammy. birthday is? Hold on, let me find it. I just have the or answer. Can you at least tell us what can you just tell her tell us what sign she is? What's her sign? What's her I sign? I think what I would guess is her sign. Say we can guess she's a cancer. Is. She's definitely a cancer. <laughs> no one cries that much if they're not a cancer. Hold on. I cry a lot. I'm a Gemini. I am a cancer. Um, October 16th. So does that make her a Scorpica? That's like the side of the Zodiac that I'm murkier on. <laughs> Let's say she's a Scorpica. Sure. Yeah. Scorpica, so she's 16. Scorpica is one of the people she shares a birthday with. Yeah. Well, it's not Aquaria. And it's not. How do you know? And it's not because she's an Aquarius. And it's not. Um, <laughs> and it's not Adore Delano because she's a Libra. Yeah, everyone knows and, that one. And it's not Ben de la Creme because she's a Libra. Or Heidi in Closet, who's also a Libra. I think we did have she's that challenge Libra. that they showed us what all their signs were in season. A lot. Uh, a lot of them 11? are Scorpios. Yeah, in that 11. Is it Sugar Cane? No. I remember Sugar Cane had a bad scorpion. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you a yeah, clue. I'll give you okay. guys a clue. One of the queens took her fans to Applebee's for her birthday. Or was it a Friday's? It was a chain restaurant. Was it, was it Silky Nutmeg Ganache? No. It sounds like a Silky Nutmeg Ganache move. Was it Bitch Pudding? No. That's not a Rugal. No, she's too good for it. <laughs> do you guys give up? I do. Yeah. yeah. Jasmine Masters and Tamisha Mon. Huh. <laughs> I did not I know that. Like, it's like an interesting thought of sharing the same birthday and like, where's the overlap? Where's the connection? Yeah. I would absolutely All love right. to see Tamisha Mon uh, and Jasmine Masters go to a restaurant and review it. Go to an Applebee's yes. together. Yeah. All right. I'd watch that. We got two more. Okay. Two more. Okay. First one. Which of these teen shows is she a very big fan of? Beverly Hills 90210, The OC, or Dawson's Creek? Ding. Rukukukuku. Pope. Uh, I said Pope. You're not Pope. You're not Pope. Is your name Stephen yeah, Pope, just, Joe? No, I just literally got through the coup before you said ding. I no, dinged, dinged way first. before you rude. He dinged. Girl, he dinged. Ugh. Not. I have been very fair. He did. Beverly Hills 90210. Correct. Yeah. That was set in right. the season. There you yeah. go. All right. Hold on. I'm just updating your points. I'm like, I'm literally like, how far behind am I? Oh, Joe was so offended. <laughs> Joe was so offended. They just fucking left. <laughs> My goodness. That's too good. Wow. That's too good. Wow. <laughs> That is too good. <laughs> <laughs> she done already had hers. Oh, Seriously. <laughs> All right. Is she coming back? I don't know. I don't know. I don't She's know if they're done. coming back. She's done. We're going to have to do the outro without her. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why do I keep calling them her? I don't know. Because I said she done already had hers. Ah, uh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> They were back, and now they're gone. Go, and go, they're back Joe. again. Go, go, Joe. The timing go, is go, great. Joe. 
Well, no, no, well no. now I know why I thought that Pope was so far behind me. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I was literally like, I must be lagging really badly because I heard Pope so late. And then it was literally like... <laughs> And then literally, you guys were all stopped, and I went. It felt like you were just like, fuck this shit, and just slammed shut. Yeah. All right, David, give us a Oh, you're all stopped, great. Last but not least, what is Alexis Michelle's real name? Alex Michael. You didn't rook-a-cuckoo, but yes. As I knew, it was Alex. I just looked this up recently. Wait, what? Was I right? Yes, you're correct. Alex Michael. <laughs> okay, for a bonus point for either for anyone, what is their middle initial? Ding. Oh, this up. And their aim. Pope, you dinged. D. No. Mm. If she already had the D, would she be so thirsty for it? <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about how, huh? That's probably the most D she gets, uh, considering how she acts. Yeah. That didn't work. I'm still going to go with uh, I, final answer. It's just the word aim. Nope. Um, Alex, Isaac, Michelle, Michael. I'm like, what would, J? Correct. I'm like, what would be, like, have a Jewish potential uh, I thought name? it was David. I thought it was David, because. Well, I'm like, Jacob, Jewish, Joseph, like, all these yeah. could be biblical. Jewish gay guy of a certain age, there's going to be a David somewhere in there. Yo. I, I Yo. wonder, what, I wonder yeah. who you could be talking about. <laughs> All right, so what are All our right. final point totals? Joe, 26. Pope, 18. Kayla, you have three points to divvy. Oh. Three points. Yay. Um, what do I want to do with them? I'm gonna give them to Pope because I want Pope oh. to catch up and to keep the to keep the competition like. But fierce think of the alive. legendary legend stars I could be winning. <laughs> and Kayla, I've also, I have you. technically known Pope longer as well. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, We're really good at going to Disneyland together. Isaiah, we have been to Disney. I've been to Disneyland with both of you actually. So. Who's yeah. better at Disneyland with you? <laughs> there the were two real question of Jeopardy. <laughs> There were two very different experiences because Blood was like, me. wake up as soon as I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So final is Joe 26, Pope 21. Kayla, you are so much fun considering Pope cannot be here next week. Would you like to be Pope next week? I would love well, to be. Okay. We'll you. shave your head and give you glasses. I say. <laughs> all right. What do I have we, to do? We're I do glasses. That's easy. We're losing a podcast dad and gaining a podcast mom. Let Next week. And until Kayla's back, Kayla, do you have anything to plug? Um, come say hi on Instagram. I'm at Kayla Kleinman. And I guess I'll be here next week, too. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I always uh, said that can... she was the unofficial fourth member. <laughs> I, I, I text David all of my, like, rambling thoughts once I know he's watching. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do with David when I wasn't watching it actively with him. Um, of course. He gets mad at me now because we apparently like record a podcast and shouldn't share our thoughts this early. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Like... I'm like, I'm like, save it for the pod. <laughs> and if you, you want to like, save it for on. the pod, you can find our podcast on Instagram at this toxic fandom. I'm at Joe Lee Green Giant. David is at David J Gorin, and Stephen Pope is at Pro Hobbit Pope. 
And if you like us, tell a friend. If you really like us, tell a friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, tell your one night stand. And if you have a favorite Drag Race fun fact that you'd like me to use as a question, please DM me directly at David J. Gorin. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if I can see your username, I'll give you a shout out in the podcast. And until next time. Stay toxic. <laughs> Kayla, does that mean you're going to say it next time? I guess I will. I, I will. Learn, that's you my... have to learn your lines for next time. Okay. Your one, right, line. You get one line. You get one line. You get one line.